All right, I'm here with Chad the Savage George. When you win this fight, July 6th, Chad, your teammates, your, your, all your cohorts are here are going to have to get together and get you the Savage Dior cologne. I'm telling you, Chad, it goes with your style. It goes with the persona. When you pick up that W, you got to smell fresh. Chad, how you doing, man? How's your day been going so far? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We just finished up uh, Monday practice. Right so, on. Uh, I'm feeling good. Ready to right. rock. Now, this is your last fight. This is your retirement fight. What, why now and why with Lights Out, the best promoter in, in Southern California? Why do it with them under Sean Merriman's new promotion? Why now and why now? Uh, I think for me, you know, I've been doing this sport for a very long time. Yeah. And I started here in L.A. Uh -huh. and Lights Out, which is formerly known as CXF, uh, is the top promotion, in my opinion, not only in Los Angeles, but in Southern California, possibly California, period. And I forgot you have a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, and uh, for me, I think it was only it only made sense to to finish my career exactly where I started uh, in front of my hometown crowd for my hometown crowd. Right on. And, and with with all my people that have been with me since day one. Yeah. Right on, man. Do me a solid. Uh, hold that up a little. More. Yeah, you go. Now, look, see, you're ready for commentary yeah. now. Wow. You got. You ready to. You're ready. You're, you're the next Rogan. You're the next uh, Jimmy Smith. You're ready to go, Chad. Well, you threw me off because you were putting that one in my face. I know. So I was like, okay. Well, I know. I went back um, into my. I went back into like you know mechanic. It's muscle memory, right, Chad? After a while, you just go back to what you're comfortable with. Chad, let's talk about your opponent real yep. quick. Okay, what what do you know about him? What's the name? And who can we expect on July sixth? Uh, well, it looks like I'm fighting Hector Valenzuela. Okay. Uh, from Mexico. Wow. So, tough. Um, yeah, he's he's a very tough kickboxer from Mexico. Okay. Um, for me, I'm just happy to get in there and fight. We've had a couple of opponents drop off, and uh, I just we just got this new opponent actually this weekend. And for me, I I'm ready for whoever they put in front of me, whether it's a striker, a ground mm -hmm. guy, and uh, this is almost. A classic tale coming into this fight because it's a, it's a striker versus a grappler. Right. And I think this is a great way for me to end out my career and show the world what real jiu-jitsu is. That's incredible. What do you plan on doing after this fight? Now that you're retired, are you going to have a lot more time or are you just going to keep doing what you're doing? Because I see you just love it here at CMMA in Gardena. <laughs> uh, for me... <laughs> I think my schedule just gets busier, to be honest. Really? And, yeah. I mean, I'm not retiring because it's me saying that, hey, I want to go and play golf and go on a on a retreat. It's not like that at all. My schedule's so busy. I've got I've got a stable of athletes that need my attention. Okay. Um, I've got. I mean, literally, like this this week, I'm gonna be flying out to Texas on Wednesday. Uh, I have a guy fighting on Friday night. I fly back Saturday. I have three guys fighting Saturday night, and then on Sunday, I have 26 students competing in a jiu-jitsu tournament on Sunday. So I'm just at a stage now where it's it's not fair for me to be selfish anymore. Okay. It's time to give back to them. It's right. time to be with my girl, um, start building towards a family, yeah. and really pay attention to the family that I have here. So now we know how we got here and what you're doing now. Let's Take me back. Yep. How did it all start? What was your first experience with mixed martial arts or <coughs> jiu-jitsu in general? So for me, it all started before any of this stuff was – was big like it is now. Yeah. You know, this my very first professional fight was in 2004. Okay. So you know that was before the UFC is what it was. It was still illegal in California. Right. I was fighting in Tijuana just to get fights when I was a I was a, a broke college student. Okay. And even for me, I had no intentions of being a fighter. I was a professional artist. And so this is what I, w I went to art and film school. I was doing graphic design. I was doing um, animation. Okay. And training to me was just a way for me to stay in shape and not be a complete fat fuck yeah and one thing led to another and all of a sudden i had this opportunity to do a fight and i wasn't even really training properly and they said hey you want to go do a fight in mexico yeah and my broke college self was <laughs> like well does it pay yeah 
And they said, yeah. I said, how much? He goes, I don't know. I said, cool, I'm in. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> and so uh, I went out to Tijuana, mm -hmm. and I got beat up for three rounds. Wow. I won by submission oh, in the third go. round. And that was pretty much the straight-to-the-vein injection to where I was hooked. And I, I fell in love with the sport. And then I fell in love with jiu-jitsu shortly after. And this is pretty much what's driven my, my life and has truly allowed me to figure out who I am, not only as a person, but what my, my focus is here while I have on this, on this rock. And that's, you know, to, to keep proving that I can become a better version of myself. Okay. And if I can do it, anybody else can do it. Respect. Respect that. So I gotta ask you because in your in your in your resume, in your little little fighter bio, you're a big taco guy. Oh man, I love tacos. What what goes in the perfect taco? Simplicity. Okay. See, Sim I'm like that. I like Sim a little meat, a little small tortilla, maybe a little onion, cilantro, some salsa, and I'm good. I'm good. Uh, people go overboard. What do you what do you do, Chad? Listen, my girl, she's uh, Colombian, El Salvadorian. Nice. And so when she makes her her homemade um, shrimp tacos. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's retarded. <laughs> I mean, it's just retarded. Like so, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's just she, you know. I'm coming over to get some of those tacos. Listen, you come down, and I, I even told her. I said, you, this this has to get out mm -hmm. there. They're the best tacos I've ever had in my life. My goodness. And my mom's gonna kill me because up until I started dating uh, Monica, mm -hmm. my mom's tacos were the best. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Are you a steak, chicken, al pastor guy? Like, what's what's the go-to meat, or is it just give uh, me all I'm, of it? I'm I'm a steak guy. Okay. But lately, it's been transitioning to shrimp. Oh, yeah. Do you notice a difference in your body, or are you just no, probably just I cut just it down? I think that it's just not as heavy. Okay. And and um, but don't get me wrong. I'll I, <laughs> I, 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 I will I will destroy some good carne asada. Right on. Well, speaking of Mexican fights and tacos, you got me thinking. I interview a lot of boxers. Okay. And of course, a lot of those guys they get their starts going down to Tijuana and getting those fights. And I hear a lot of crazy stories, guys. I hear that you know they weigh in against somebody. And then mm -hmm. the opponent the next day, it's a completely different person. Yep. Like it's, uh, have you had any experiences down south of the border? Did everything go nice and um, smooth? I, that's, well, with me personally, that's never happened to me. But okay. what, like some of my guys, I know I had one of my guys fight in Brazil. And oh, they, okay. they changed his guys <laughs> at, at weigh-ins. Wow. Uh, so he flew out to, uh, to Brazil for an event out there. And uh, at the weigh-ins, they said, oh, don't worry, your opponent can't make it. But we have you a new guy. They said, oh, what's his name? Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, he's, he has two arms, two legs, just like you. He's a man. Oh, my God. And he was like, what? <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. Like, I'm supposed to be fighting this guy. He goes, no, nah, don't worry about it. Like, you can't fight, but we got you a guy. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so he didn't, my, my buddy didn't speak any Portuguese, no Spanish, sure. nothing. And when he found out, the guy uh, was like a 12-in-1 phenom from Brazil. Oh, my gosh. And uh, it, he was scared out of his mind. He ended up losing in the first round. He just he just froze and panicked. They set him up though. That was that was a whole bait and switch yeah. right there. But I'll tell you this. I will tell you my my very first fight. Okay. Of, uh, Tijuana though, it was at a three story bar in the middle of TJ. Do you remember the name of it or it no? Was at the time, it was called the Baby Rock. Okay. And this casino was so dope because we had each level of people partying on. Mm -hmm. And if you had ringside tickets to the ring, it wasn't a cage. It was a ring. Okay. The people's job that had ringside was to push the fighters back in in case they almost fell out. Whoa. So the, the, you, were, you, were, you were literally eating and drinking on the apron of the ring. Like there were beer bottles and everybody drinking on the edge of the ring and the fighters had to hopefully not impale themselves on the, on the, on the bottle. So it was just like this, but without the ropes or was it like, no, 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 it was with the ropes. Oh, okay. But so they're just here. Like we're, we're, yeah, we're at. yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, the, the audience was right there <laughs> That's pushing them in. I, it's so hard to me to imagine that. That's a trip. It was, it was the wild, wild west back then. Right. 
Oh my gosh! Now I, I looked at your record. You, you've never been knocked out, acor no. according to according to Sure Dog. No, you've never been knocked out. What, what's what's the what's the secret sauce? Is it just you were just born with it? Do you chew a lot of gum, popcorn, braces? Like what 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 is the sweet science to that to that chin of yours? I don't brawl. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it's really important that uh, I I know where I'm strong and I know how to get the fights where I need to be. Even Smart. even in the fights where I've had a, I have problems getting it to where I've been, it's been all striking. I don't brawl. I'm, I I like to stand in areas where I'm safe. I like yeah. to be at distances where it's not allowing him to get the big shots. Mm -hmm. You know, I I like to consider myself a very smart and intelligent fighter. I'm thinking while I'm in there, and I'm not in there to go just put on a show. I mean, I want to go home and I want to go home safe. Right. Now, who do you think is the best grappler in the world that is fighting in a major organization? Don't somebody not like a pure grappler, somebody who actually competes in combat sports. Well, I think, mixed martial I think there's a couple of them right now. I okay. think you've got Jacques Array, which is in the UFC. Yeah. You've got uh, Ryan Hall. Okay. You've got uh, Crone Gracie. And then, honestly, I think one of my very good friends, Pedro Munoz, I think he has some of the best wow. in um in the UFC right now, period, um, weight class for weight class. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who put himself on the map this year, Pedro Munoz. Big, he's just, an animal. Just big performances. Yeah, he's an animal. Uh, you watch a lot of boxing. You're, you're big into boxing, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, I need your opinion on the heavyweight picture. We had Tyson Fury fighting this past week. I don't know if you caught of it. Of course. Uh, we had Andy Ruiz, my guy, Andy Ruiz. Loved going to his gym, Legends Boxing. Pulled off the major upset. And then you got uh, Deontay Wilder, who sent Dominic Brazil's head into, like, the eighth row. But yep. It had to happen. Who, who do you think is the best heavyweight boxer in the world? Listen, I, I've Tyson Fury, man. Yeah. Like I know, I know, I know. Wilder wants everybody saying Wilder, Wilder, Wilder. But I mean, Fury has what entertainment is, right? Like Wilder's putting on these shows and he's trying to put on this image of him being this this crazy killer, but. T technically, he's not a good boxer. No. He's just a brawler who can punch from hell. Right. I mean, let's look at what he did to Fury. Right. Like he, he, he killed Fury. Mm -hmm. And then Fury came back from the grave, and he danced around like a pikey. Right. You know, and it was, it was pretty funny. It was like a scene from Snatch. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, Fury came back like The Undertaker was the, was the whole gimmick. I mean, he came up, but I've, I've never seen it. Nobody's ever gotten up from that kind of shot. No, but it was, it was, it was, it was so amazing because it was almost like, like I remember I saw this this clip from somebody didn't edit where it was like Mick was uh, from Rocky was talking to him. He was like, get up, get <laughs> up. You can't lay there. And then, right. and then he just jumps up in the ring and starts jogging. Like I've seen guys get knocked out. All of us guys has seen guys that get knocked out. Right. I've never seen somebody jump up and act like it was just Tuesday. Right. He was so coherent. He was touching the ref. He's like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready to do this. So you have Fury one. Who would you have two? As far as the heavyweight picture, I mean, you got to go with Wilder. You okay, know, over I, Ruiz right now. Yeah, yeah, I, be, because Ruiz just hasn't done enough. Sure. You know, I, I've, I love the fact that Ruiz beat him, mm -hmm. and, but I don't think that puts him above him because of what he's done. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, I, Wilder has done more. That's all it is. I think sure. Ruiz is a phenomenal boxer. Right. And people went in that fight, and he was such a, a heavy underdog. And I was looking at it like, how can you say he's such an underdog? I mean, this guy was an Olympian. Right. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's beaten very, very, very – uh, high-level boxers yes, and he moves fast for a big guy mm -hmm. a lot of people discredited that and didn't give him even a chance Right, and I mean look what happened. So uh, I, I never counted him out in that fight, right? Uh, did, do you think that's they're gonna have to do the rematch yes, and For me, I think it goes the same way because I think the amateur experience of Andy Ruiz and Tyson Fury has a lengthy amateur boxing experience I think just that just takes over now, Joshua can win. He's got to stay long. The problem I see, I'm talking to a professional fighter trying to give him some advice, <laughs> that, 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 that Joshua moves back straight mm -hmm. in the right, instead of 
you know, not, uh, trying to turn off of them. Mm -hmm. So Ruiz can come in there and work the body. Obviously, if you're in Joshua's corner, you would just say to use that jab all night and just don't yes. get in there. Don't try to knock him out. Just try to get get the decision and get out of there. Yeah, I mean, I think there could have been a lot of factors that played into that fight. Sure. You know, there was a lot of stuff with the traveling. There was mm. a lot of stuff. There was a speculation with also what happened pre-camp. You know, yeah, so, I, so there's a lot of factors that could go into play. So you just don't really know. You got to sure. look at all the pieces. And with a rematch, I think it's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. What I'm happy for Ruiz is that he's finally going to get a paycheck. Yeah. You know, you get guys like that that are finally getting into the sport where now they get the paycheck. And yeah. for me, I was hoping it was going to be him against Wilder. I think Wilder knocks uh, uh, Ruiz out. Okay. But finally, he's getting the big paycheck. Sure. And I think that's what's amazing. You know, you've, we're, we're at a time right now in combat sports where the paychecks are finally becoming real. It's matching the magnitude of the fights. And I think um, MMA is finally starting to get there. Boxing starting to get there with the right fights. Yeah. And to see a guy like Ruiz come out, I'm like, yes, these guys are finally getting paid. I'm never going to see it, mm -hmm. but I'm so happy that the other guys are. Yeah, and for the next generation of fighters and you're for your crop to, to yeah. get that paycheck, do yeah. you think Mayweather-McGregor kind of sort of helped boxing come back in a way? Did it, did it sort of – because boxing – everyone says, oh, boxing's kind of dying. It's not, I never thought it was dead. I always think boxing has its niche, and it will bring in the casual, a Mayweather, a Canelo. They'll bring in the casual, but the hardcores will, hardcores will be there. Do you think that Mayweather beating McGregor and using the UFC platform to elevate boxing, PBC in a way, it kind of brought boxing more to the mainstream, where DAZN and ESPN and, and, and all these other platforms will come in and bet big on boxing and hopefully bet big on MMA with DAZN and Bellator and with one with their BR deal. Uh, do, do you think all that had to play into it? Yeah, I think anytime you get cross promotion and you're bringing two platforms together, yeah. you're going to elevate both sides. Okay. You know, like, but you, you know, all these people that say boxing's dying, boxing's dying. You go to Mexico, you go to Latin America, <laughs> nobody's saying boxing's dying. Nobody. So it's all a matter of perspective, right? right? So if you come to the States, yes, MMA's the biggest sport here. Sure. Because of what's our background. A lot of these guys are coming from a wrestling background. Right. These guys are coming from wrestling and going into MMA. So that's why they're saying, oh, boxing's dying. Boxing's never been an American pastime. Yeah. So we're starting to build this stuff into it for combative sports and where MMA is becoming like the, the standout sport for Americans. Mm -hmm. But like I said, you go to England, you go to um, most parts of Europe. Ukraine, you yeah, Ukraine. Europe, Boxing is, is, is everything. Correct. I mean, I mean it's, you've got soccer and boxing everywhere yes. else in the world. So I think we're the only ones here that are saying <laughs> boxing is dead or dying. And yeah. now you've got these these situations where you've got a Mexican boxer coming up and becoming the heavyweight champion of the world. Right. You've got guys like Lomachenko that Amazing. are coming up and, and doing things that nobody's ever seen before in the ring. Right. So I think we're at a very interesting time right now with combat sports. Do you think – is there anybody in, in mixed martial arts that can give a top ten boxer a, a, a good fight in, in, in boxing rules? Is there a Nate Diaz – or a Pettis, or is there somebody that, you know what, maybe not win a fight, maybe not a world champion, but he'll, he'll get in there, he'll go 12 rounds, and he'll make it a fight. You know, I think there's a lot of guys in MMA really? that will. Yeah, I mean, okay. because a lot of these MMA fighters, I mean, we're training with these guys. Right. So it's not like we're in here just training MMA and we're training boxing with MMA guys. We're, we are in the boxing gyms. We are a part of their training camps. We are training with the best of the best to get ready. Because I, like I tell my guys all the time, I said, listen, if you want to be world champion, you have to be able to beat a world champion in boxing. You have to be able to beat a world champion in kickboxing. You have to beat a world champion in jiu-jitsu. It's the only way you're going to be a world champion right. in MMA is if you are just as defensive and offensive in every aspect of the sport. Interesting. Let's, uh, let's, get, back into the, let's get back to the MMA talk real quick. You know, we got, we got a big fight July 6th. Yes. Hector Valenzuela. It's going down. You can watch it on Fox Sports West. You are, it's, uh, I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad you're having a fight close by. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in attendance, that's for sure. I'm going to watch it go down. Make sure to watch it on Fox Sports. 
a couple more questions, on, yes. on, and I'll get you out of here. Yeah. When you're not training, what 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 is Chad George doing now? Because when I, because you know why? Because when I talk to boxers, there's all they talk. About. I just I just boxing. That's it. I don't play video games. I don't mm-hmm. date. I just I just I'm locked in a camp style. What does Chad George do? Is he the same way, or has yeah, he got yeah. a life? Really? Same, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I live for this stuff. This stuff has really defined who I am as a person and okay. what, I, what I do with the life. So, mm-hmm. uh, from the moment I wake up, I'm planning my day. I'm planning what I'm doing for my athletes. I'm planning what I'm doing for the gym. I'm mm-hmm. planning what I'm doing for my own aspirations that I'm still moving forward. So okay. every day is still doing something that's involved in in this game. And even when I travel, I'm doing seminars. I'm out there teaching. I'm tra- I'm training. I'm doing everything. I mean, I, this 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 consumes me. Like my I had a conversation with my parents. My mom said, "Well, you're gonna make yourself sick." You know, you work too much. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to take a vacation and do what? You know, because, <laughs> like, for me, okay, I take a vacation. That means I'm going to go somewhere and train. Right. You know, so if I take a vacation, I'm going to go somewhere and do a seminar. Mm. So if I take a vacation, that's actually going to be detrimental to my own mental health. If I go sit somewhere and have to be I- isolated to a hotel room, maybe they, that's not relaxing to me. Interesting. Where's the far? I got to ask you now because it popped in my head. Where's the farthest you've traveled for a fight? Uh, I fought in New Zealand. Whoa! How long? How how far ahead did you ha- did you get there? Uh, what do you mean? How far ahead? Like okay, the fight I got there two weeks. Oh, did you adjust okay. the time, or were you like, you know what? It's just a normal fight. I'll get into the Tuesday. Of so they uh, they flew me out there. I fought on a really cool event. It was uh, USA versus New Zealand. Whoa! And so I got to fi- fly out there, and uh, I believe it or not, I fought a young standout at the time who is now one of the top prospects in the UFC, Kai Kara France. Okay. And so I fought him in New Zealand. And that trip was just absolutely incredible. I mean, I got a private tour of a helicopter around the island, Whoa. and it was that—that that was amazing. They—they—they—they br- they, they le- they check this out. They took Harleys and they lined them all around the cage, and they just lit the Harleys on, f- like uh, lighting them up. It was—it was an incredible experience. But I'll tell you this: they—they—they they, they did warn me though that um, their people were still cannibals less than a hundred years ago. So yeah. if I beat their guy that it was not going to go well for me you had to jump over the harleys sprint to the airport and get back to la as soon as possible chad thank you so much for your time today my pleasure uh, can you plug your social media real quick so we can follow your journey absolutely uh you guys can follow me on instagram chad savage george and on twitter at savage 135 my my uh gym cmma fitness on instagram california mixed martial arts there it is guys and make sure to watch chad july 6th uh, live on Fox Sports West. Tickets are still available at the Burbank Marriott Event Center. Go check it out. We've got a big heavyweight attraction, Jay Silva and Jack May. we got Chris McCain on the card. It's going down, Charlie Brown, and it's only live here and direct in the San Fernando Valley. My name is Alex Fernandez, and you know where to watch it here on my YouTube channel, Fight Show Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Wherever you experience a podcast, Chad, i got to be there.